You're listening to a Chicago Sports Nation production, enhancing your Chicago sports fan experience. podcast with your hosts Josh, Jake, and Chris. It's been a while, so we don't want to waste any time going straight into OTAs. Jake, what do you got to say? Yeah, um, OTAs was interesting to watch. The whole offseason program was uh, just seeing how obviously the new coaching staff handles all the new parts. Everything that's going on has been interesting. Um, and obviously, like this is the part of the offseason where everyone is just praising everyone else. Nothing negative is really being said, but it's still nice to hear that the coaching staff is gelling with the players. Everyone's getting along. Everyone's kind of learning the system all together. So it's a it's a good little jolt of optimism for this next couple of weeks where there's no football. Yeah, Chris, what are you, based off what you've seen and read and OTAs, what what are you what are you feeling? Yeah, so. Um... You know, I've just been hearing a lot of stuff about Anthony Miller. That's been the main thing. You know, he's continuing to impress people, and, you know, we all thought he would, uh, but it looks like he's pro- progressing way faster than than people thought. Um, and then we all know he with the he said he would uh, get eight touchdowns this year. Um, so, you know, he's, he's, he's full of confidence. And in my opinion, I, I love that. I feel like we needed a player like that really bad. You know, we didn't really have anyone like that. Um, we have a lot of leaders by example. And um, we kind of needed a, a different kind of uh, different kind of leader. And uh, even though he's a rookie, I feel like he can uh, he can really bring something to the table. And uh, eight touchdowns is not a reach by any means. So um, it'll be interesting to see what he does, and just hope he keeps progressing and he takes us into the uh, into the season. So to your reference, uh, you mentioned eight touchdowns. So Anthony Miller has came. Uh, came out and said he's going to get eight touchdowns this season, which definitely isn't a reach. He didn't like say 16 or something. Like he he kept it reasonable and eight, eight touch eight touchdowns is definitely very good for a rookie season. So I mean, it's not too crazy at all. I just wanted to say that uh, Chris mentioned how Anthony Miller has that kind of attitude that he's confident in himself. I mean, that's something we haven't seen from anyone since probably. Brandon Marshall, maybe yeah, yeah. If, if not later than that. Um, so, and, and just back to what I mentioned about the kind of culture shift that's happening. Like all the players are saying that Aggie has that, this kind of swagger about him, this attitude, this, you know, this, uh, again, confidence that he knows what he's doing, something that they haven't had in a couple of years. And I mean, we were, we've all been talking about the culture change that's happening with the bears uh, to see it this early and to see everyone buying into it is really awesome. I think that's something to get excited about, especially with the past and past five years of locker room fights, guys not getting along, guys beef. And uh, I think it's really awesome to see this culture and everyone buying into it. And it's really being pulled out of every player, like Tariq Cohen and and uh, Taylor Gabriel going back and forth uh, to each other, joking around about who's faster. Um, it's just – it's a – it's a persona. It's a, like you, like you guys have been saying over and over again. It's confidence. Like it's just, it's just oozing out of everybody. Like you could just see it on their press conferences. Is once they get up there, like it's no longer like, well, we're we're trying. Like we're we're doing our best to get out there, and um, like it's just really cool to see the difference between 
last season's OTAs and this season's OTAs. It's it's really cool. It's guys yeah. smiling and having fun this time. Mm-hmm. It's guys not really thinking, oh, doom and gloom is coming. It's guys actually, they're enjoying themselves now. It just seems like the players are, are more confident this year. And I know I, I'm throwing around the word confidence a lot, but it just seems like they're they're having fun. You know what I mean? It's, it doesn't seem like it's a job. Like them go, going to ATAs doesn't seem like it's a job. It seems like they're, they're, they're looking forward to it. They're excited. The players are getting along. The new players are, are getting along with some of the veterans like quicker. And it's just, it's, it's like, like me and Jake uh, kept saying since the first podcast, it's just like a breath of fresh air. And it's, it's, like it's so hard to not get excited and maybe you know overly optimistic because of what we're seeing right now and it's just it's something new to Bears fans so I mean even even uh Cohen and Gabriel having this kind of competition this this friendly argument of who's faster like that's something you didn't see in the last four or five years guys were just so serious they they didn't even have these like jokes within the locker room of like these friendly competitions between each other Chris, you mentioned something that that Massey said. Um, you want to go ahead and talk about that a little bit? Yeah, he said um, Mitch Trubisky could have 800 rushing yards this year, um, which is pretty damn insane, if you ask me. Um, we all know we all know Mitch Trubisky is athletic. We all know he can scramble out and make plays with his feet and all that. But 800 yards uh, is pretty damn bold, um, to say the least. So, you know that that's. That's going to be interesting to see if he'll have anywhere even near that. Um, but, you know, with a new offense, um, more aggressive offense, um, not a conservative John Fox, Dawa Logan type offense, um, it's going to be interesting to see how they use Trubisky and if they implement that that running aspect to, uh, to, from his game into the into the plays. So, yeah, um, I, I think it's not I don't think it's unreasonable. I think we did. I mean, everyone's been saying what an excellent athlete Trubisky is. Uh, and like Chris kind of mentioned there, the John Fox doll Logan's, uh, offense didn't really get to showcase that last year. Uh, Trubisky was kind of put within the confines of the pocket last year, uh, which isn't his game. And I think he is that type of athlete that can scramble, maybe get a couple designed runs here and there, uh, 40 to 60 yards doesn't seem unreasonable. I think, I think the math adds up. Like if you, if it's 60 yards a game, it's something like 940 yards, on the season. And if it's 40 yards a game, it's something like 600, something like that. So I, I think right in that 750, 800 yards on the season is, uh, I think that's reasonable. And I think we should see around that. I think ideally you want to see that because if Trubisky can do that, then that makes defenses have even another component of this offense to worry about from Jordan Howard to Tariq Cohen, to all the weapons through the air from Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller, Taylor Gabriel, and now you have Trubisky running around too. I mean, that's just another component of the offense to be excited for. Well, I think I think he's going to be athletic. I think he's going to run a little bit. But to say 800 yards, put that in perspective. Colin Kaepernick is specifically. I, I would say he's he was a running quarterback for the most part. He scrambled. He he pulled off the run pass options really well, and he his highest rushing yard total was 639 yards for the season and that was on 104 attempts so (laughs) I mean as much as I would like Trubisky to pull that off it it's 800 yards is definitely definitely a stretch but I get it I, I get being optimistic I get being excited 
but let's let's be let's be a little realistic. <laughs> Eight hundred yards is pretty nuts. Like, anyways, that's that's just me. No, you're right. Now that I think about it, I think it probably will be closer to five hundred, six hundred. Because now I'm thinking about and just how many with Cohen and Howard running the ball as much as they want. We're expecting another thousand plus yards from Howard and probably some uh, run options with Gabriel and Miller too. So you're right. I, I take, I'm going to knock my statement down a little bit back to where you guys are about 500, 600 probably. Yeah. I mean, if he runs for which is still good. Yeah. 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 Like, like for example, like I told you, six hundred yards from Colin Kaepernick. Like I mean, that's what that was his bread and butter was being able to, mm-hmm. to run. Um, but like we've been saying, the confidence, the optimism, being excited. Like Bobby Massey was part of the John Fox regime for two years. To come from that and to, from that and see him three sixty and come out with a bold statement like that is just neat to see these guys. Like I'm not scared to say something. You know, like I'm not scared to say, "Hey, we we're gonna win some games," uh, and it's cool to cool to hear that. So I've heard some rumors about Mike Ditka talking about some some Trubisky rumors too. You want to uh, talk about that a little bit, Jake? Yeah, uh, I just saw this today that uh, Ditka was saying that he that Trubisky has the mental makeup of McMahon, uh, who obviously won a Super Bowl with that famed Bears club in '85. So. Uh, to see that kind of praise coming from the arguably the best coach in Bears history uh, and one of the most respected football minds out there today, uh, I, I think that's really, an, again, a, another confidence boost, kind of a, a nice thing to hear about this quarterback that you're hitching the franchise's future to. Um, obviously, McMahon, he wasn't the greatest quarterback of all time. He's... Uh, he was pretty good, but, and we're hoping Trubisky is maybe a little bit more, but I mean, to hear that Trubisky has the mental makeup and is kind of similar to McMahon in that leadership type of way. I think that's a really good uh, thing to hear. And I think that's a really uh, good booster to hear that Trubisky in his second year is taking on this kind of leadership role that a Super Bowl winning quarterback used to have. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we heard a lot about Trubisky's leadership last year. Um, I can't, I think it was Kyle long, um, but I remember last year uh, someone was saying that when they're in the huddle, um, every time they got into the huddle and someone would, would talk when they're not supposed to, Mitch would tell them to, to shut the F up and focus. Like, he would tell them, come on, like, we got to focus. And and I, I believe it was Kyle Long, but he, he said, um, he, he was like, wow, he's like, that that takes, like, a lot of guts from a rookie, and he's showing that he's he's a leader. You know, he's he's the QB of this team, and he's going to, like, take us where we need to where we need to go. Um so, yeah, so for Mike Ditka to say that, it's definitely believable. Um, you know, especially from, like Jake was saying, like a Hall of Fame coach like that, it's 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 an honor to be called a leader as a quarterback. Um, so, yeah, I just I just hope all this translates to the field because um, we've been led on before. So um, just it's, it's, it's great to hear, though. Definitely great to hear. As the NFL has proven um, – Wins go beyond skill. Like you can have skill all day long, but it's leadership, it's a personality, it's a culture. I mean, the Patriots do it year in and year out with no names. I mean, granted they have Tom Brady at the helm, but I mean it takes more than one player to to, to win a game. We've we've got the skill portion, and now we just got to see 
it all come together, you know? So. Well, and it's good to see it start with Trubisky. Uh, cause obviously the quarterback's the one who's in the spotlight the most, and he's the one who's answering most of the questions, doing all that stuff. So to see it start with him in just his second year, to see him take that role already is really awesome. Since we're, we're talking about Trubisky, um, Massey gave his opinion. Mike Ditka even gave his opinion. So let's talk about what Nagy has been saying um, about Trubisky and his progression. So, Chris, I'll let you take the, the first jab at that. You know, just it's not just Nagy, but it's just – it just seems like everybody has their trust in Mitch. And, you know, that's so great to see. Uh, um, you know, the receivers seem they're like they're on par with him, um, the entire coaching staff. And, you know, Nagy, Nagy has been praising a lot of, a lot of the Bears players. Um, but, you know, it just, it, it just seems different when, when everybody's praising the quarterback, especially a, a second-year quarterback. It's, you know, it, it, it gives us a lot of hope. And, you know, as – Mitch, Mitch is definitely going to improve this year. I can guarantee people that. Um, I think he's going to he's going to end up being the best uh, QB from last year's class by far. Um, better than Deshaun Watson, better than Patrick Mahomes, and all those guys. Um, he just he just seems like he has that he has the character to be successful, and it's something that that is so great to see. Like I I, I don't know what else to say. It's just it's amazing. For me, I mean, just more of what Chris said. I mean, just it's it's really awesome to see. It's something that gives you a lot of hope about Trubisky's development, uh, a lot of good things that you want to see. I mean, to me, what stands out is how much Nagy says that uh, Mitch is picking up the playbook, how he already has a good handle on it, how he already has a feel for the system. And, you know, obviously going to be this early into this new culture coming in, and to already have a kind of a grasp on what Nagy wants and what he wants the system to look like is, again, a really good thing, something uh, that's very promising to see because obviously not every quarterback grasps their new coach concepts and the playbook very quickly. And, I mean, here we are. We're through OTAs. We're the very beginning of the offseason and and what we're seeing from this team. And – the head coach is already praising how Trubisky just keeps wanting to learn. He just wants to keep eating up tape and how he just keeps wanting to study more and already comes prepared with questions, stuff like that. Um, so obviously it shows their relationship is really strong and that Trubisky is really just trying to put that work in, which is really good because it's a really nice breath from and not taking anything away, but Jay Cutler, sometimes his motor was questioned and we questioned how committed he was. So to see Trubisky really throwing himself all in, I think is very promising. Oh, can we, I just want to talk about Aaron Lynch. If I, I no longer have hope. He's already got, he's had that ankle issue and now he's got a hamstring issue. I'm, I'm done with him. I like him a lot. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted him to be good so bad, but um, if he's already, well, from what it sounds like, Go ahead, Josh. Finish your thoughts. If, he, if he's already injured twice before the season has even started, I didn't get to watch his interview, but he, uh, from what I heard, um, he showed confidence. He had spunk. He wants to beat the snot out of his former team. Um, but other than that, other than his confidence, which he's always had, uh, I'm worried about his his durability. Like he's already been hurt twice. Does he want to be in there? You know, and not. I don't know. I don't know the guy. I'm not there. 
my thing just was, it, I would be more worried about that if uh, guys weren't saying that uh, guys like Kylie Fitz weren't doing well. Like if it was, if we were just counting on Aaron Lynch, I'd be more worried, but it sounds like uh, Kylie Fitz is doing really well. Mm-hmm. So I, I think if we maybe see Fitz take that other outside linebacker spot as low, as well as a uh, Roy Robertson Harris has reportedly been doing well and is like kind of maybe looking really good too. I think maybe with Aaron Lynch, we might even see him cut if he can't stay healthy. I'm, I said that I'm worried. It's more of just disappointed because, like, yeah, right. I, I I've said a ton about how I think Aaron Lynch is going to be a breakout player. I think <laughs> he's he's going to be great. Blah blah blah. Like, uh, he's also a USF guy, and I'm from Florida, so I just I just hoped he was going to be good. But whatever. Chris, you want to talk about the outside linebacker position at all? Um, you know, with Aaron Lynch, it's always been his durability. Um, you know, he, he's as talented as anyone in my opinion he's he's that he can be that good um it's just he can never stay healthy man and you know that's kind of why um you know he's that's kind of why pace gave him that prove it to me type of deal this this offseason um and you know it's not off to a good start hopefully he can heal up and just contribute something uh during the season but um you know that's why also why we drafted kylie fitz um hopefully he can step in and do something like jake was saying um i've heard a lot of good things about him um coaching staff is raving about him so you know if if worst comes to worst maybe one of those guys performs and um it's better than what we had coming into the year so um still 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 definitely need uh, some help at, at edge rusher but it'll it'll work out it'll work out in the end like jake said kylie fitz i mean another injury prone guy but um he just like aaron lynch he's he's like hey i want to dominate i want i want both of those guys to just come out and be awesome um do you guys know anything about that new guy that we added I don't yeah the he, he was uh all i know is he played for the saints and um he was there when pace was there so uh, I guess there was like some type of relationship thing, but yeah, I don't know. He, he, he's like, he barely plays. He's barely played. Um, but I've seen some of his highlights and he's, he's okay. He's not bad. Uh, uh at a Bali. Crazy. Yeah. 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 I, I saw that too. It was, yeah. I think he was from the saints, but I think that's just another body to have in there. Uh, probably while Lynch is gone. What's his name? Or, Kasim Adabali. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but that's how they have it. Gotcha. And he's a defensive end or an outside linebacker? What? I, outside I, linebacker is outside what they linebacker. said. Yeah, yeah. But was he primarily a defensive end? No. Okay. I believe he is an outside linebacker, okay. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And then your comment about Roy Robertson Harris, he, he's, I don't think he's going to be an end, like an outside linebacker kind of guy. Sorry. He'll be more yeah. pushing no, from the I, middle just because I, he's so big now. Like he, he's gained a lot of weight. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of threw him in there because he's kind of just, a, like you said, a big guy. And I think someone who can maybe take pressure off of the uh, off the edge rush a little bit, maybe divert some more focus to the inside, especially if Eddie Goldman's going to be in there too. So I just kind of threw him in there as a guy who's also with Kylie Fitz kind of uh, performing well, and he was more of a project type of guy uh, a couple weeks ago. Even we mentioned him as one. For anyone listening, it's not a negative that he's gained so much weight with his new position. Um, he's not he's not pushing from the outside any longer. 
he's pushing from the inside, so he needed to gain some weight against some of those guards in the center. So just anyone listening, just real quick. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about our guys and how awesome <laughs> they are. So Sam Acho was recently interviewed. They were asking him about whether or not the, the new rule in the NFL should require people to stand or not. And so the ruling was that everybody should stand or if they don't want to stand, they can, they can stay in the locker room. Just to hear his wisdom, like he's 29. Like I, when I look at these football players, I kind of look up to him. I, I can't help it. And he's, he's only 29 years old and the, the wisdom he's spitting, like it's, it almost feels like reporters try to push NFL players in a corner and try to get them to say something. And, yeah. Um, his response was just amazing. Like he, he stayed out of it yet still gave an opinion. Um, so it was just neat to see that he, he doesn't talk any football at all. He just, the vote was a 32 to zero. So everybody voted for everybody to stand during the national anthem, knowing that it was a 32 to zero. He knew that the McCaskey family voted for everybody to stand. And he's, he was for like freedom, basically like a, you should get the choice to stand or whatever you want to do during that time. But he was able to give that opinion, yet not step on McCaskey's toes. I, I just thought it was awesome the way he came about it. We look at we look up to all these guys as if they're um, way older than us, but in reality, th- these are just kids coming in from the NFL, and it's just neat to see them stepping up and being adults so fast. They have so many eyes looking at them. Like, it's just really cool to see their professionalism and to see the opposite of, of guys who come in and they... They look like kids, but I, I can't name one guy on our team, even our new people. Like, I can't I can't think of one person who has that immaturity, you know? No, Acho especially, Acho especially was, like, very cerebral with his response to that question about the anthem and all that. Um, you know, wasn't trying to stir the pot too much, just answered it honestly, I think. And uh, like you said, Josh, these guys are put on such a pedestal that they seem so much older than they are when in reality, uh, Anthony Miller and Tariq Cohen, these guys aren't much older than myself or Chris. Um, I mean, like you said, they're 21, 22 years old. Acho is just 29. He seems like he's a lot older. So, uh, yeah, I mean, going back to past bears, like in the Brandon Marshall, Martellus Bennett era, we had guys starting locker room fights, making some get, you know, letting their egos get the best of them, kind of making some immature comments and now you have all these guys kind of just making very cerebral and uh, intuitive, I guess you would say, answers uh, about difficult qu- about difficult questions, difficult topics. Uh, so I think it's, again, really part of that culture change uh, that we talked about earlier. You know, it's, it's crazy because you brought up Brandon Marshall and Martellus Bennett and these guys, and it seems like our team is, is obviously a lot younger now than it was at that time, and it seems like everyone is more mature now. Uh, which is kind of crazy to think about, but um, yeah, like 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 Jake said, you know, these guys are not much older than me or Jake. Um, you know, maybe by a year or two, and they just they they have so much class, um, just class act kids, and it you know it's really refreshing to see. And that that's that these are the type of players we were happy with um, to represent. You know, our our franchise. That that's just, these are the type of players we we root for, and. You know, it's 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 amazing. It's it's amazing to to see and hear about all the great things they're doing for the community and and just all that stuff. It's 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 cool. It's really cool. Tariq Cohen 
didn't post it on his Instagram on his Instagram or his Twitter or any kind of social media. He went back down to North Carolina. They apparently in uh, Greensboro, they were hit by a tornado, um, wiped out a bunch of houses. The school equipment was destroyed, and Tariq Cohen went down there, bought all new PE equipment, and um, did, doesn't want recognition. And so that's something that in that interview with Sam Macho, he was toted as one of the most community-driven players on the Chicago Bears. And he was like, whoa, 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 there's a lot of stuff that you don't see that the, these Bears players are going out and doing in the community. And we, we hear about all the stuff that Sam Macho is doing. Like, apparently, I, I'm pretty sure it's him that has some kind of organization in Africa where he's assisting them for no cost. Like, he's just going out there doing it purely out of the goodness of his own heart. Like, we, I don't know. I, this is something I've seen recently in the NFL, too. It's a lot of people doing a lot of good. And I, I don't approve of kneeling. This is just me. I, my opinions are my own. I don't approve of kneeling during the um, national anthem. But like Sam Macho said, because of that action, it brought a lot of awareness to specific needs in our country. So it's just really neat to see whether it be police brutality, whatever whatever your opinion is, uh, is on that, whether it be uh, hunger, whether – I don't know. I'm probably going off on a rant that isn't Bears-related, but it's just neat to see these guys step up and be be men, like be more than just football players, but using that platform as more than themselves. So, You know, they, they joke around on Twitter and, and mess around in real life, but – you know, at the end of the day, it, it comes down to it's it's more than football. You know, it's it's given back to people that are less fortunate, who have gone through stuff, and you know, who don't have the same uh, advantages as we do. So, you know, it's it was when I when I saw that it it you know it it was great. It was great. It gave me goosebumps to be honest. It was it was really cool. It's it's easier to support them when they're doing something when they're standing up for something stuff they believe in is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really, like I said, it's really cool. All right, well, thank you for listening to another Bears Nation podcast. Our our faithful listeners, thank you so much. Any news listeners, uh, any new listeners, please please continue to listen. Um, if you if you don't mind, just subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes, whether it be uh, subscribing or following or liking or comment, we want to hear what you have to say. Um, you can come follow us on Twitter at Bears Nation Chai. So at Bears Nation C H I at Bears Nation C H I. Um, we have updates um, on the Bears team in general, or just if you want to keep up with new episodes on um, Bears Nation podcast, just log in there. So yeah, you can come follow me on Josh Lyles at Josh Lyles twenty eight on Twitter. You can uh, follow Chris at uh, Chris Nano ten. Or you can follow Jake at... At Jake Hassan, too. And uh, until next time, bear down. Come on!